welcome to the Late Night Snacking Podcast. We're your hosts, Devin and Anita. And this is our weekly podcast where we grab a blanket and some snacks and talk about all things relationships, growing pains, and navigating through, honestly, life itself. We hope our experiences encourage others to grow, to become the best versions of themselves, for themselves, and for their relationships. Grab a snack and let's go. What is up, snackers? What's going on, y'all boys? Welcome to the Late Night Snacking Podcast. The what? The most wholesome podcast. The most open podcast and the most honest podcast in the world. Welcome back to the pod. As you can see, well, our listeners will, our audio listeners probably can only tell the difference. Like in audio, we probably sound just like a hair further away. Um, change of scenery yeah or not as clear but for the youtube listeners yeah the change of scenery it's looking a little different we don't have a late night snack inside we're on the couch like it's just a totally different vibe going on right now um sometimes we got to improvise (laughs) improvise this is better for the editing hi we have a guest um it's better for the editing it's just we had to improvise and this is what we're dealing with today so welcome back to the pod hope y'all enjoyed last week's episode sorry our youtube listeners our eyes probably keep going down yeah. <laughs> hendrix is trying to find a spot okay, okay. <laughs> i think he found it the ship has landed the ship has landed crossing fingers but um hope y'all enjoyed last week's episode um what did we talk about uh are you Something are you dating or trying to fill a void or oh, something yeah, like that? Oh, yeah, you trying to fill a void or um, long-term relationship. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Uh, Hendrix. I don't think that was him. It was him. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. Be still. <laughs> Y'all, we're trying so hard. I hope it didn't change the camera angle too much. Oh, my. Um, we're just going to roll with it. <laughs> Hopefully, it didn't do too much. Yeah, like he's literally laying like right here, so... Oh God! It's possibly his par is long snout. Probably picked at it. Yeah. Oh my God, he's making me so nervous. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> this is not what we had planned. Um, okay, so yes, hopefully y'all enjoyed last week's episode. Um, couple of updates, or you know, uh, what do you call them? Yeah, I guess updates or reminders. Yeah. Um, our one year is coming up for the pod. Right around the corner. Mm -hmm. So that'll be next Thursday. The 6th is our one year, but our last episode of the season will be next Wednesday. Normal Wednesday episode. Um, we have not figured out technology to do a live podcast yet, but we will. Yeah. And we'll have a live. Yeah. We'll have a live episode next week. Um, so if you don't normally tune in at eight, make sure you tune in at eight so you can actually get this in live time. You can, you know, put in questions and stuff Mm -hmm. and like we can communicate all together, um, while we're potting. So that'll be fun. Um, are you going to chill here? Please chill. Like we're trying to, we're in the middle of something. 
please. Um, so yes, uh, and just a reminder, after that July 5th episode, we'll be having a three-week break, and that's pretty much one, transparently, just to give us a minute to breathe. It'll be yeah. right after our engagement party, too, so we'll just need, like, a minute to debrief. And to be on the decompression. Yeah. And to just to get stuff ready for y'all for next season. So yep. we're really excited. We'll talk more about stuff that we want to get accomplished next season with y'all next week. So again, like I said, don't miss next week's live episode. Make sure you're tuned in on YouTube at 8 o'clock. Absolutely. Um, what else? What have we, what have we been up to? Uh, getting ready for the one-year celebration. Yes. Um, Next week. Reminder about that too. We are selling our $5 tickets mm -hmm. to the event on Eventbrite. So check out the link in our Instagram bio. Yep. Um, me and they're and on our private pages too. Yes. want to go there and find the link they're there yeah. as well in our bios. Yep. In our bios, pretty much every day we're posting it on our stories. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, if you have any questions about it, reach out to us. Like, we love to have you guys there, for real. Yeah, come celebrate with us. <clears throat> come celebrate. Um, come be a part of the festivities, <laughs> if you will. If you will. Um, but, yeah, so we've been prepping for that. We've been getting equipment. We've got the venue secured. Like, we're doing the whole thing. Um, what else? Mm, oh, me and Nate are going to the Larry June concert. <laughs> On Friday. Next, this Friday. Yeah, this Friday. Ooh. So, Uncle Larry's going to be in the city. He's about to go turn <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, you're probably looking at my getup and being like, what are you wearing? <laughs> what Had is a pajama happening? day at work. Went and bought pajamas. Crazy. Wild. Must you out me? Don't do things to get out <laughs> So... Yes, I bought pajamas, but here was my logic. I would wear these again, and not to like sleep, just to like lounge. Loungewear. Loungewear. I think they're comfy. Like, I don't know. I am. You say I'm getting old. You are well on your way. Why? You're buying loungewear. Okay, so it's funny that you said that because that's kind of where I was headed. I was like, I don't know if it, if I'm just getting older, but I want to feel more sophisticated in what I'm wearing you know what i mean like okay i don't know just like the old t-shirts and shorts from like high school are just not i can't anymore you know so this is my first step the end of an era it's <laughs> my first step into sophisticated you know, loungewear hood yeah you know my grown woman era <sighs> I hope y'all come on this journey with me. <laughs> but Flame her in the comments. <laughs> Call it tough love. This is the first step. So, <laughs> But yeah, they're really comfy. Check out Target. They have a great loungewear and PJ selection. So Shout out to Target. Shout out to Target. We're always open for a sponsorship. You know, if you want to. So, so again, shout out to Target. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> But, um, yeah, also today is, uh, we got an email from our venue saying, hey, 10 months until your wedding, so. 
like, I don't know about you. Time Ten is months. flying. Nah, it is. Yeah, it's. Absolutely. And when we were booking, because we booked back in like March, I was like, this is so far away. Like, yada, yada, yada. But no, it's been like three or four months since we even booked the venue, which mm -hmm. it doesn't even feel like that. So it's just. Time is just flying, which is good and bad. Like, I want it to be here already, obviously, because I'm just really excited for that chapter yeah. of us. But also, like, slow down because yeah, we're not just ready. not ready <laughs> in terms of, like, preparation yeah. for the day. Um, Time is definitely ticking. Yeah, it is. Fast. Um, so, yeah. So, that's exciting and scary all at the same time. Um but yeah, I think that's really it. Yeah. Um, About the importance of anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm missing anything. Just a lot of podcasts and engagement party, wedding stuff. Mm -hmm. Just you know, we're in that season of time. So. Yeah. You got no snacks. Ah, yeah. Yeah. This is very much turning into late night. <laughs> no snack, because there's no snack to take place. The late night pod? The late night pod. Terrible. Rebranding for season four? No, we're not. <laughs> probably get on YouTube or anything else, any podcast, and see late night podcast probably eight times. It's a very generic name. Ooh. Coming for the late night pods? Um, no, I agree. I do like our name. We just need to actually stick to our brand the snack yeah part, yeah now so all the snack sponsors send, them to you. send snacks yeah then we would just have them on deck yeah. um lifetime supply no i mean that's a lie it's not lack of snacks we just we forgot them yeah <laughs> like it just is what it is testing out some equipment trying to deal with this one here this is a lot, lot going on yeah it's a lot. <laughs> but we're here we're here to give you an episode so let's do it. Um, we don't have an unpacked snack either. It's just... Well, I will say something that I did want to talk about for, for an unpacked snack. We are... It's a TikTok. We are going to talk about it within our topic. So yeah. it counts. We're going to say it counts. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what are we chatting about tonight? Um, well, obviously people have been curious on how me and you resolve conflict. Yeah. So, we're going to get into a little bit of that, just talking about how me and her personally uh, resolve conflict yeah. and maybe lay down some helpful tools that uh, help you guys out in your relationships or friendships or whatever. Yeah. There's ways of going about conflict and ways you can, you know, like, like work through it. Yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Resolve? Yeah, that, but it's also a D, though. Oh. Yeah. Disengage, maybe? I, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so this is kind of a nod to our first season episode navigating through conflict if you are a newer listener and you haven't gone back to listen to our older episodes go do that 
go do it. Um, I will say compared to now, I think we're a lot more fluid and natural yeah. now with how we talk. But see the growth. Yeah. Because I think at this time we weren't even doing visual stuff. No, season one so and two. Audio. Yeah, season one and two for those who are new and for those who are like strictly visual. Season one and two, we didn't even have like visual podcasting. <clears throat> so the vibe was a little different. Um, the Navigating Through Conflict episode is a very early one of ours. So mm -hmm. like a little cringe, but also there definitely still are points. some gems. Yeah, yeah there's points still too. points that were made. So we wanted to revisit it because we felt like one, obviously we're normal. So there's been conflict since <laughs> that we could talk about, but also just like there's other points that I feel like we didn't miss and we didn't or we didn't say and mm -hmm. we actually never gave like an example of how right. we right. talked through hours and like an actual example of a conflict and like how we broke it down. So um like he said it's been a popular topic we've been asked mm -hmm. um when we talk when we ask like oh what should we talk about on the pod yada yada right. yada it's been brought up. So we've been meaning to revisit it so now's a great time to do it. Now that we're closing out yeah. season three. So, yeah. Um, first thing, um, on our first time we did this, the navigating through conflict, I know one of the main things was just us saying, like, don't try and be right, essentially. Yeah. Um, because right. then you end up trying to prove mm -hmm. to the other person, like, your stance and, like, why you feel like you're right. Um, so I haven't changed stances on that. I still think that's a very strong tool yeah. to actually navigate through conflict. I think that's one of the main ones, main ones is just remembering, like, you don't need to prove to the other person why you're right. Mm -hmm. Um, you're just going to butt heads yeah. at that point. Another thing I'll say is. Step one, be able to regulate your emotions. Mm -hmm. If you cannot regulate yourself, the, I guess, quote-unquote conflict is only going to explode because then you're going to start raising your voice. You're going to start hitting the claps and, the you know, <laughs> carrying on. And it's just like because you're getting so worked up Yeah. at, you know, whatever the, you know, mm -hmm. the situation is. But be able to regulate your emotions like be able to communicate uh on a level-headed standpoint mm -hmm. you know not too aggressive not too passive aggressive either but just calmly get your point across so that your partner or whoever can can be able to see where you're coming from if they're able to yeah i think that's what i was going to say too is like I think it's important to regulate your emotions because yep. once the tone and stuff starts changing and you're not voices, anywhere. yeah, your voices start raising and stuff like that. I think the point that you're trying to make, it's totally mm -hmm. overlooked because now the person is just concerned about how you're talking yeah. at them and not what you're actually saying. Um, that, We'll talk about an example of a conflict between us, but I know that was a major part of it was, like, how we were yeah. talking to each other. Like, we weren't hearing each other out because the message was just getting totally lost in how we were saying things. So, 
yeah, I think regulating your emotions is important. Um, yeah. When both people are level-headed, you can actually have a conversation with each mm -hmm. other. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's really important. Um, so the TikTok that I was talking to, I showed Devin earlier. Um, it, it went pretty viral, so I don't know, maybe if you all saw it, but um, this girl had asked a question to this lady and she was like, so how do we deal, like me and my partner are really different. How do mm. we deal with being so different, knowing that two things can be right simultaneously? Like why do right. we get so hung up on things or somebody that thinks differently than us when two people can be right? Yeah. Um, and the lady was just saying like, if you were by yourself, you would have these two conflicting thoughts. My devil's advocate almost. Exactly. But because you're with somebody else, you're like outsourcing the other side. So mm -hmm. So your least favorite part or your least favorite stance on whatever. Whatever the issue have, is. Like it, your partner or whoever else you're talking to, they have that. Is voicing it. And so automatically you cross it out. It's yes. no go. You don't like it. You're not agreeing with it. Yes. And you're sticking to your guns. Right. Um, and so she was just saying, like, the best way to deal with that is to, like, actually try and start voicing the other person's opinion. Because mm -hmm. she was like, not, like, when you think you're right, you, your partner thinks that you only see things that way, mm -hmm. which obviously causes them to be defensive. And it, defensive and if they're taking the other side you think the same thing about them yeah. so she was just saying like the best thing to do is like to actually start voicing it from the other person's side almost like trying to see it from their mm -hmm. side no, that makes sense and that it would lessen like the the conflict and the paradox mm -hmm. of each other um because you're actually trying to like see it mm -hmm. from the other side because you would do that anyway if you were alone it's just it's being voiced by somebody else and now you feel like you have to like defend your side. Um, right. so that and nine times out of ten, like in arguments, like she said, like there can be two rights. Mm -hmm. But I think by nature we always look at things of like you only can be right once or only one thing can be right. Mm -hmm. So it's either like, oh like you're right and I'm wrong or I'm right and you're wrong. Which it necessarily doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. Because I think you know, one, I don't like arguing. Arguments are literally a waste of time. Yeah. It's two people who, I guess, essentially they, both think they're, they're right, right yeah. about something. So they both feel very strongly about their stance and whatever the conversation is. Yeah. But I think that, like, one, it's not that deep, in my opinion. Like, not for people to be, like, carrying on and arguing. Just because all it is is a perspective. It's, two, it's your perspective and the other person's perspective. That's it. Yeah. It's just how you guys see things. But I, I, which is, I guess the beautiful thing is in it is you both are able to look at this one thing in multiple ways. Right. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like the hidden gem cool. in a lot of yeah. the conflict. Yeah. I agree. I think, too, the whole, like, like I'm right, you're wrong type thing. Mm -hmm. I think conflict and like tussles and stuff like that only get started in the first place because 
one, somebody's trying to prove they're right, mm -hmm. but a lot of times too, it's somebody just wanting to be heard and like understood. Right. Um, and sometimes that could come off the wrong way, but I think that's why people fight so hard for their side of the conflict is because they just wish the other person would like just understand yeah. where they're coming from and like see it. And then I think from that point, you can agree to disagree. Like if the other person still doesn't like think you're right, essentially, yeah. I think you can still hear them out and be like, okay, I see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that way. And right. I don't think that that's right. But like, you can agree to disagree. I understand how your cognitive can get mm -hmm. to that point, et cetera, et cetera. I know with us ladies, a lot of times it has to do with like, I just want you to understand how you made me feel about X, Y, Z. Like, right. I want you to understand my feelings in this. I was upset because X, Y, Z. I felt like this because X, Y, Z. Like, there's a lot of feelings that have to go in it. Mm -hmm. And if you think you're right and you dismiss her, that's where like the combativeness yeah. comes in and like wanting to prove her side and stuff like that. Um, and I'm not saying that men aren't the same way. I'm just saying that like a lot of times somebody just wants to be heard. heard. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's where that lady's coming from where she's like, if you just voice the other person's opinion, like mm -hmm. it would soften it a little bit because maybe you might be able to see right. where they're coming from. So I don't know. I thought that was a good like eye opening thing. Now mm -hmm. don't. We'll link it in the description. She phrased it a lot better yeah. than we just did. That was just like a small like paraphrase of what yeah. she said. Yeah, she said it a lot nicer, but that's pretty much what she was saying. So let's get into like an actual conflict that we had so we could... Okay. Ooh, excuse me. One, actually just give them like a practical thing to work with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talk about how we worked through it and what the resolution was or whatever. So they can actually see, like, what we do. Yeah. Cool. Do you want to give the scenario? Well, I guess we could both give it from yeah. our sides because... Right. I keep looking down because he literally has his head resting on my foot. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's using me as a pillow right now. Yeah, he likes to be close. <laughs> yeah, attachment issues, maybe. Very much so. <laughs> but, um, no, so the situation was, um, we had to call an exterminator because we were getting all these, I think they call them like linen moths or something like that. Yeah, we like were getting pantry like moths. these little moths in our pantry and stuff. We were killing like maybe three to four of these things like a day. It was all week long. Just, oh my God, it was snowing. So, um, we called an exterminator, came out. Uh, I live, like, I work almost 40 minutes from where we live. Yeah. So, of course, if he's supposed to come out, you know, like I can't get home. Yeah, during the day, I can't get home. Mm -hmm. So, she lives closer. Well, she works closer, so she said that she would come home, like, on her lunch break or something, and the guy would come and spray and stuff. Yeah. I didn't have an issue until uh, I came home. And she said that, oh yeah, he came, he sprayed downstairs, he sprayed upstairs and stuff. And so I'm like, okay. So you went, so my 
the way I'm thinking is like she said that he sprayed upstairs, so I'm thinking like, okay, like, did you let him go up there by himself or did you go upstairs with him? And she said that um, she had went upstairs with him while he sprayed upstairs, like in our bedroom and stuff and guest room. And I'm like, you did what now? <laughs> like, the fact of him providing that service that we called him for totally went out the window. Like, I'm thinking about, and and maybe it's just the way society and the world is now. Like, it's, it's so dangerous. Like, yeah. there's so much stuff going on with, like, the sex trafficking and, like, kids being abducted and just like it's mass shootings just a lot of like insane stuff is happening yeah so my thought process is here it is my fiance is in the house with this guy they're upstairs i don't know this man from a can of paint yeah. never seen him don't know anything about him yeah and like this isn't to be funny this isn't like to pick on her or anything but it would it be different if she was taking like self-defense classes and i knew for a fact she could defend herself against like a six foot 250 pound guy or something like that or she had a cwp and could use a blaster pew, pew. but <laughs> she doesn't so in my head i'm thinking like anything could have happened in here. yeah like you know the upstairs area is all like our hallway is already kind of like scrunched like the only way for her to escape from upstairs is to come out of our bedroom door and come downstairs yeah but i'm my head is thinking like Dude, like, what if he, you know, had a child, you know, locked you in the room or something? You had no escape. You're not finna jump out the window because yeah. we live two stories. Like, you're doomed. Like, anything could have happened. You could have got chopped up. Like, you know, the R word that I'm not going to say on here. Like, a lot of things could have happened. And, that, yeah. like, that was my way of thinking. Yeah. And, like, we, we kind of got into, like, a heap discussion because her stance was, like, oh, but it didn't happen. And, um, you know, the job got done. So, like, what's the problem? That and, okay, finish and then I'll, I'll give my second. Like, my thing was just like, yeah, I get that. But I'm thinking about all the things that could, that could have possibly happened. And then, mm -hmm. you know, I'm left to explain this to, you know, her parents. That like, yeah, like, the guy came in here who's an exterminator. And, yeah, this is what happened to your daughter. Like. Knowing that I, like, even, like, forgetting the fact that I had, you know, no control over because I wasn't here, but still, it was the fact of, like, what, what upset me was how, like, I guess, like, how chill she was about it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, but it didn't happen. Like, so what? And I'm like, you're not, like, have you turned on the news lately? Like, do you not see, like, things are, like this are happening around the clock? Every day, almost seems like somewhere something's happening to some woman getting abducted or mm. getting chopped up or something like something super crazy. Yeah. So I like I'm a very like proactive thinker. So I'm thinking of ways on how we can rule that out of the equation as far as like her something happening to her or her being in danger. How I can eliminate that from off top. Yeah. And my only logic was is dude like. Don't go upstairs with him. If he goes upstairs to spray or whatever or to do his thing, like let him go up there. You stay downstairs because at least you can get to either door. You have an escape route. There's knives down here. You have some type of way of defending yourself. Mm -hmm. You go up there, you're totally vulnerable, like, mm -hmm. and that's it. So that was like my way of thinking. And you know, 
Okay. Yeah, it, it really had me like shaking up. Like I was really like kind of pissed off about that. I won't lie. Okay, so we'll go into the actual like addressing how we address it with each other. But mm -hmm. before we do that, I would like to give my stance, Your Honor. Yes, there's two sides. <laughs> two sides to every story. Um, <laughs> and and it's not like this is the point we're trying to make before. It's not like he's right and I'm right. It's just the same one situation happened and he mm -hmm. had one perspective on it and I yeah. had an entirely different one. Um, so, guy came in, like Devin said, sprayed downstairs, he sprayed outside, and he was gonna go spray upstairs, but I had already been having a conversation with the guy. He was already doing safety precautions as far as like knocking on doors, making sure that people weren't in closets and stuff like that because he was saying that like one time he went and sprayed at somebody's house and there was like a basement door or something like that. He didn't knock and went in to spray and people were down there doing the nasty. So he was like, ever since then, like, I'm just very cautious about doors and who's in the house and like all this stuff. So I already knew that he was already taking like safety precautions. I, I know you can't trust everybody, but I didn't have a weird inkling about him. Like it just, I, I don't know. I wasn't concerned about my own safety and I'm a very much like worry wart. I have a lot of anxiety. So like, I think I have a pretty good instinct if like something's off, mm -hmm. um, which he is not in my head. So he's not reading this guy the same way I'm reading the guy. Um, so whatever. So he went upstairs and I went upstairs after him. So when he was in the room, I was in the hallway. When he went in our bedroom, I was in the hallway. So I never was fully in the room with the man. Cause again, like I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. He's thinking like, you just have to be cautious about things like this. But yeah. I think what upset Devin was the fact that like, I brought it up in a very casual way because I truly didn't think it was something he was going to be upset about because we paid a pretty penny for this man to be in here. And I was like, well, what did you expect? Like, we paid him well over a hundred something dollars, almost two hundred dollars, like to come spray. Did you not think I was gonna let him go upstairs and spray? Like, you need to spray every piece of dust in this house if you're charging us that much. So, I was just more concerned about the principle of like, if we're paying you, you need to spray everything. So go spray upstairs. But the other part of me was like. Well, I'm not going to let him go upstairs by himself because what if he takes something? So mm -hmm. I'm thinking proactively as well. I understand Devin being like, well, obviously you can't defend yourself if he's mm -hmm. up there and he does something to you, which yes, I agree. But I was thinking more of like, I don't have a reason not to trust this man right now, but I'm not going to let him go upstairs by himself because this is our house and I don't need him taking things and snooping around and like being mm -hmm. weird. Maybe he'll just won't do that if he knows that I'm up there with him. So I don't know. My brain was in a completely, completely different place. But when I brought it up to Devin, I was like, oh yeah, he's right here. He's right here. He's right upstairs. And Devin's reaction to it was very much like, you let him do what? Like, and you went up there with him. Like, it was very much like, oh, you don't think about this. Like you just do whatever. And it felt, here comes the feeling <laughs> part it felt like I was being like attacked for a decision I made type thing when I felt like I was making a sensible decision. Mm -hmm. 
it was like my sensibility and like how I handle things and my thought process was like being attacked as in yeah. almost like it sounds mean, but almost like, are you dumb to let him go upstairs with you type thing is what I, you didn't say that, but it's, it, that's what your tone was right. coming off as was like a blaming type thing. So then here's how we addressed. <laughs> so from my point of view, you had said that. Mm -hmm. And I think I like shut down from there because yeah. once I felt like I was being attacked for how I handled the situation, automatically I got defensive. Like there was no like trying to reason with mm -hmm. me. Like it was very much like, what else was I supposed to do? Was he not supposed to spray upstairs? Would I, what, I was just going to let him go upstairs and rob us. And like, yeah. I, it was just like, it turned into a whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then you came in and you also got defensive because I was getting defensive. Yeah. <laughs> and you were, what did you say? I don't, now that I'm looking back on it, like some of the stuff we were saying to each other was like kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah, I had to say something like, well, you know, from now on, like, I'll let you, I'll just yeah. let you, you know, do whatever and just let people come in here and just chop you up then. And, yeah, that's what he said. I'll just let somebody come in here and chop you up. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, like, since me being protective was not, obviously not good enough. I see, okay. So fine. So okay, I'll just okay, let okay. anybody come in here and just do whatever. So that's another thing too. So this is why, like, I like the word sharing this with them because mm. I feel like they can see both of our stances in this because yeah. what you just said, you didn't say that, mm -hmm. but what you were saying around it was saying that. Yeah. So like you felt like, well, I'm sorry I give a shit about you. Like that was very yeah. much your stance after I got defensive was just like, so do you not want me to care about you? Like mm -hmm. that's how you felt, but you were saying a bunch of other shit yeah, like <laughs> to cover that. But that is essentially what you were saying because that's yeah. how you felt. And so I think I combated, I came back and was like, well, if you care so much and it's so important to you, then you come here and deal with people that are coming inside and out of the house. Because my thing was like, what else did you want me to do? I was already alone with the man. Like if he wanted to chop me up, he could have chopped me up downstairs. Like there's, I, I understand what you're saying about the layout of our upstairs, but yeah. like he it, it kind of wouldn't have made a difference he could have chopped me up downstairs like we have knives downstairs you know what i mean like he had more access to things down here to like yeah. get at me so i guess my stance was just like if he really wanted to do that he would have and i wouldn't have been able to do anything anyway like mm -hmm. i was already in a vulnerable stance because it was just me and the man alone yeah whether it was upstairs or downstairs so the point that i was combating him with was just like if you care so much about my safety, like you're saying, then you just come and deal with the people that are doing services on the house so you don't have to worry about yeah. me being here alone with somebody. So that was what kind of what we ended up on. Like after I said that, like, I'm sure you made like another comment. Like we were, we were yeah. just going back. And yeah, forth. It, was, it was a very, like, yeah, it was a very. I thought about it afterwards and, you know, Cause that's usually what I'll do. Like we kind of have it out. Like mm -hmm. take some time to myself and just kind of like reflect on things I could have like did differently or things that Me I too. probably shouldn't have said or should yeah. have said. Yeah. Instead of saying something else, like you know, you know, I just kind of came up with. Well, like she said, like if 
if it's that important or if I feel like if I feel that strongly about it, then I should be the one to just kind of like handle like who comes in and out of the house as far as exterminators or anybody else. Like, yeah, I should have just told him like, hey, you know, today's not a good day because I'm working late or I don't get off till, you know, this time. Is there any way you can come back maybe tomorrow or something? Yeah. And then, you know, I probably could have like worked my way around at the end. But yeah. So when we were done with that blowout, because it definitely was like. We don't really get into like heated arguments like that. Mm -hmm. The only reason why we're able to like recall this one is because this is one of the very, very small handful of times that I believe that we ever got in like a heated discussion like that. Like we yeah. don't really, our tones don't really get up there with each other like that. So that was just a very one-off situation to where mm -hmm. we were acting very out of character. Yeah. Well, I even had to like... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I went out. I had like called my dad and just kind of like. Yeah, we se we separated from each other and just started yeah. doing our own thing for a little bit. I think both of us were trying to like decompress. But go ahead. What were you saying? But yeah, I, I ended up like calling my dad and like talking to him because I kind of felt like. I don't know. I kind of could feel like my dad probably been in this situation or something, or maybe he has before. Mm -hmm. But I called to just to see if I was tripping or not. Like to get an extra. Yeah, to just to make sure, like. Am I really tripping? Like, am I really wrong for like expressing this to her like that? It's like, not wrong. So, but that's how, like, in a way, like afterwards, that's kind of how I felt. Like, you felt was I wrong? Like, so I called my dad. I'm just kind of like, did like, do you think I handled that right? And he was just like, I get like my dad pretty much told me like he pretty much like stated the premise of this of this podcast of the subject anyway it was just like i see where you're coming from mm -hmm. like it's coming from a good place of intent like sorry if y'all hear there's really a bird's nest up under there's earth. two and they live okay. like right outside the house so i'm sorry if you're you're yeah. chirping so i asked my dad i was just like am i wrong for that and like my dad was just like you know he understood where i was coming from mm -hmm. but like Essentially, yes, I was wrong about the way I reacted to it. And me too. Like, he was just like, I, you know, I get where you're coming from, whatever, but what else was she was supposed to do? Like, what else did you expect her to do in a situation like that? Like, mm -hmm. there's really not many options. Basically, the same thing she was saying. So, I, that's when, like, I don't know, it, like, it kind of settled with me that, like, I could have handled that in a different way. Mm -hmm. And then, like, as far as the resolve, he was just like, well, he pretty much said the same thing. Like, well, if, you know, if you feel that deeply about there, if you're, if you're that concerned about her safety, then you just need to start being there. Yeah. So I, that way you can handle that. You're not having to worry about, you know, something happening to her or somebody else being in here or something happening mm -hmm. to her. Like, you just take care of it and handle it the way you want it to. And I was just like, well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, like, uh, after hearing that, I mean... It, like it's sad with me that yeah, like I could have handled that very differently. Yeah, and and me too, cause I, um, I don't know if y'all remember like a few minutes ago when I was saying how this started. The birds are really yeah, going in. Right <laughs> um, but I, I had said like when this first started that I was being nonchalant about it, and he had brought it up and was like, "What? Like, what did you do?" or whatever. Um. The conversation could have went a totally different way had I not 
got so offended mm -hmm. like so easily because like it's and it's a personal thing and I've talked about this about myself like on a, other episodes just like how the littlest like smallest what's the word I'm looking for like critique mm -hmm. of something can set me off because yeah. like it just it bothers me to my core when I feel like I'm wrong or right. I feel like I did something wrong um and your response triggered that but that's not your fault that's mm -hmm. me not being able to take like critiques and stuff like that like I've been open about that yeah so 100% that conversation could have went a totally different way if I was just like what do you mean by that like mm -hmm. Tell me your side because I basically trying to understand understand like, why. exactly and that's the whole thing that we were just talking about like had we just took time to understand mm -hmm. each other's sides like right. none of it had to get heated like that voice didn't have to be raised like because it wasn't any understanding it was literally just words and emotion yeah that's pretty much all it was <laughs> just gonna like. let me get chopped up <laughs> yeah just well fine I'll just stop caring. We'll let the exterminator come here and they can just chop your head off. Like, it will be good. Like, y'all. Since me caring is just too much. I. Fine. Like, <laughs> just let them come here and decapitate you. I. That's that's I wish. That, right? So. <laughs> and a lot of that was frustration. Like. No, so, on both like, sides. Like, yeah, on both sides. But it was just funny because, just to paint the picture for y'all. I was doing laundry and he was in our bathroom, which is like a whole jump, skip, hopping away. But our house upstairs is like pretty small. So we can still mm -hmm. hear each other from the laundry room versus the bathroom. But like, I wish you could see my face when you said that. I was literally holding like a pair of pants and I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it was so... It was so bad. No, but I will say, like, on a serious note, like, in a situation like that, like, just as, one, as your fiancé and, like, as a man, like, I feel like if something was to happen to you in a capacity like that, that shows my inability to protect you. No, I know. I know. And I didn't want that yeah, to yeah. be, like, displayed to anybody. Yeah. I didn't want you to feel that. I don't want anybody to feel that way. Yeah. Your parents, my parents, or friends, whatever. Yeah. I didn't want them to feel like or see like, oh, well, you know, he can't even protect you. How do you have to marry this man? Like, sure, you sure, know, sure. so just because like the meat of being a man is, especially like in a relationship or in a marriage, what it is being able to, the two P's, provide and protect. Yeah, I know. So yeah. the protection part is, you know, it's something that I, I take serious. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why my reaction was like that because I, I don't know. I kind of looked at it. Like I said, if something had have happened, it would have showed, like, dude, like, you're in no shape or form ready to be a fiancé, dude. Like, you can't even, like, protect your, yeah. your fiancé, bro. Like, come on, be real. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, like, how I felt about that. Yeah. I think we can, well obviously this is just like a fun story to tell now like we're past that because yeah. the guy even ended up coming back in devon and i talked to him he's yeah he's a really cool guy actually his son his <laughs> son like into YouTube and youtubers 
I gave him some stickers and was like, hey, man, like, yeah, we, we sat and like, we talked for a while. It, yeah, he's a good guy. I, I, I tried, but. Might I, invite him for dinner or something. <laughs> like, you know, but I understand how you, you wouldn't know any of that because you never met the guy. Right. Like, you right. were just going based off of what I was saying, which, like, you were in a total different headspace, so. You weren't hearing me out on it. Yeah, he was a nice guy or not. He didn't give a shit. I heard shit. you let him in the house. And, and, and he was like, there with him. <laughs> oh, Like, what? <laughs> and you were just, like, you didn't stuff a knife in your that's, back pocket or something. Like, no, that's what really set him off is just, like, the way I was so casual. That I was like, yes. yeah. And that's because, like, if yeah. you know Anita, bro, like, her and I love you to death. But I her know, awareness is just never there. Like, but what's it wild? It could be a full-on zombie apocalypse. No. And homegirl would just be like, "Oh my god, look at no. this guy!" Like, but what's bro? What? No. <laughs> what's wild about that is like, all of my friends and people that know me and stuff like that, they're gonna agree with you. I understand that. As far as just like, just regular day-to-day -day things, yes. Am I a spacey person? Hundred percent. When it comes to my safety and like my health, and my well-being, I have so much anxiety. Like literally my biggest fear is dying or like being killed. Like mm -hmm. that is like 100% my biggest fear. So like the fact that he felt like I wasn't thinking about that like hurt my feelings cuz I was like just like he said, like it felt like he was calling me spacey, but I was like little do you know I'm watching this guy's every move like mm -hmm. i'm very aware like if something were to happen that i would need to try and get out like i was just very like and i i function like that like if i'm at a gas station if i'm at a store like immediately i know if somebody's following me if somebody's looking at me like if i go to my car and somebody's near that looks funny i'm walking the other way i call somebody like i'm very hyper aware of like my well-being, my safety, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, yes, common sense, don't have it. Like, I, I'm very book smart. I'm not street smart at all. Like, I am very spacey when it comes to, like, directions, my surroundings. I don't know where I am half the time. That's just how I am, like, as a person. But as far as, like, my safety, I'm very, like, a little yeah. too concerned sometimes. Like, I have very bad anxiety about, like, people around me and what their intentions mm -hmm. are and stuff like that. So... It felt, that's what I'm saying, like, the way I responded to you yeah. was very much, like, a defense mode of that. Because I was like, wow, like, you really feel like I don't know how to look out for myself? Like, that's mm. what it felt like an attack on. So, which you weren't trying to. But, again, our tone and how we were talking yeah. to each other was very, like, attacking. <laughs> like, very much attacking each other. So, looping in what we said in the beginning like you're regulating your emotions and yeah. pulling in tone all those things those yeah. things matter because now mind you we weren't in here screaming at each other no oh, it, we've never done that i don't think we were just like, no screaming just like other. but voices but the tone were raised like, and the tone was very attitude and sarcastic mm -hmm. towards each other and like we definitely were trying to take little digs at each other when like none of that was necessary we could have just had a calm right. conversation about the whole thing i think we both know that so anyways the whole resolution was like we apologized and we let it go because this wasn't gonna be a very like one thing i'll say is like 
if there's a pattern or something that comes up, I think it should be addressed further. This was very much like once we apologized and called it good, we knew that the problem was going to be solved yeah. in terms of like when the guy was going to come next, Devin was going to be there. And mm -hmm. that's exactly what happened. And yeah. we've never talked about this again until Since now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like once we squash something like it's. Yeah, we don't really revisit no that. we like, don't but it's pretty much resolved after that exactly like that's because we resolve it at the time like if something feels unresolved then you need to keep getting like dig past the surface on it mm -hmm. or else it's just gonna keep coming up yep so yeah hope that was you know helpful <laughs> towards anybody that you know is dealing with a conflict with a partner yeah. or so regulate your emotions yeah regulate your emotions don't try and be the right person in the situation mm -hmm. Watch seek your understanding tongue. from the other person seek understanding from the other person actually try and find some sort of like resolution mm -hmm. to the problem or else it's just going to keep coming up yeah it's better to resolve it because or you know just kind of have the stance of we can agree to disagree yeah but even then, sometimes, like, just that, I guess it's like, we all kind of have, like, a competitive nature in mm -hmm. us. Yeah. So Nobody even, wants so, to be wrong. Exactly. And so, like, even, but even then, some people don't like, you know, oh, we can just agree to, like, to disagree. No. Like, some people are like, no. Like, somebody you has to, to be right. It. And somebody has to be wrong. Because so that's just, I don't know, if you think about it, everything pretty much has opposites. You know what yeah. I mean? Good and bad. Happy and sad. Mm-hmm stop and go night and day so it's just like right and wrong so it's yeah. like yeah no we can't both be right yeah and it just be okay or you'll try to find somebody or sometimes what happens is somebody tries to be more right than the other there's no such thing yeah people are just trying to kind of like we'll kind of like try to one up your yes your stance like oh or try to challenge you mm -hmm. challenge your stance and stuff it is kind of silly but yeah yeah it's okay to agree to disagree exactly like I think we said it towards the beginning that that girl was saying, like, why do we paradox so much or why do we oppose so much mm -hmm. when two things can be right simultaneously? Like, right. That it's okay. Like, you can both be right in the situation we just talked about. Both of us have a perspective mm -hmm. that, honestly, anybody watching can probably resonate with each of us in that situation and put themselves in our shoes yeah. neither of us are wrong both or neither of us are more right than the other or whatever both of us were incorrect with mm -hmm. how we handled the situation and that's why it blew up the way it did but yeah. like you know you come back and figure it out and apologize mm -hmm. people have a hard time with that yeah, one accepting blame and nobody wants to be the first one to say sorry and all this stuff, like, ego has to go out the door when you're resolving stuff like that. Like, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, after, you know, I stepped away for a minute, let my dad tell me that I was tripping. Like, yeah, he was just pretty much like, yeah, like, you shouldn't be giving her hell about that. Like, you tripping. So I was just like, yeah, like, so like, literally after that, like, I came in, like, gave her a hug and apologized. Like, yeah. And, and reacted shouldn't have reacted that way. Like, me too. Like and we just kind of like we just squashed it. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, like even if you didn't apologize, 
I feel like we still would have ended up talking about it and it would have yeah. gotten to that point to where we both would have just said sorry anyway and just kept mm -hmm. it pushing. But like you have to be able to let that ego go out yeah, the door absolutely. and like just say sorry if you genuinely feel like you're sorry. And don't just say sorry for the sake of like shutting the other person up and keeping mm -hmm. it pushing. Like say sorry because you actually felt like you could have handled that better and right. you want to apologize because your partner doesn't deserve the way that you handled that situation with them and vice versa. Like mm -hmm. just say you're sorry. Yeah, like it's okay. it's okay. Like there are plenty of times where I've acted a certain way and I have to tell him, sorry, I shouldn't have said that or that came out the wrong way or I apologize or whatever. Like there's no shame in our game when it comes to saying sorry to each other. Like yeah. Because, like, we respect each other and we know the type of treatment mm -hmm. and love and care and respect that the other person deserves. So, like, when we step out of that character, yes, we say sorry because mm -hmm. that's not what the other person deserves from us. You know what I mean? So and it also builds, like, a sense of, like, I don't know, it builds, like, a like an uncomfort to, mm -hmm. to both of us. Like, if we know... We yeah. just kind of like went on about something we yeah. went on about or like just kind of blowing some out of proportion like I did like and then just letting that sit and marinate in that yeah. like it's, it's very uncomfortable for both of us so it'll be like silent we're both in this house doing different stuff but like neither of us are talking to each other <laughs> like yeah. it's just I mean that happens anyway it's weird but. yeah <laughs> but like on you can tell like it's like yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's tension yeah. yes so. exactly but um, one of the last couple things, because I don't know what our time is, but I feel like we're right at uh, yeah, we're probably getting close. Um, talking about uh, when we combat each other, like so, for lack of better words, some girl on a podcast I heard like she was saying relationships and marriage and stuff. A lot of it is like picking and choosing your battles and stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot of people didn't agree with her, but I kind of agree with that in terms of yeah, like no, I agree. some things just are not that serious to pick apart. Yeah. Like sometimes it not every disagreement and argument that you have with your partner deserves a two hour debrief and how can we fix this? What can we do better? Like mm -hmm. some things just don't require all of that. Like contrary to popular belief about talking everything out and talking about feelings, like right. not everything requires that. <laughs> like sometimes I know a rule of thumb for us is like, if it's not going to matter in a few minutes, let it go. Yeah. <laughs> like right. let it go. It matter. It's not, especially I, I know a funny one is like, if we're out in public somewhere, we're disagreeing about something or like we're going somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not about to be mad at you in the car at the function on the way home. Like it's, yeah. it's not worth that. Not. <laughs> Especially. That's if, a long time to be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. With your partner, with that. Especially if we like got into it over something small yeah, or silly. Stupid. Yeah. Like it doesn't require all that. I agree with the picking and choosing battles. Not everything requires a whole break down, pull apart. Mm -hmm. Why did you say this? Why did you say that? Like some things can just be an agree to disagree and just move along. Like it's okay right. <laughs> to do that. Um, 
like I said before, like if it's like a pattern thing, something that keeps mm. coming up, something like that, yes, requires an assessment of what happened or a heated argument like we had to where yep. we're saying things out of pocket or whatever, something like that. Yes, we should have handled that better and we mm. talked about how we could have handled it better. We're talking about it now. Like things like that can require it gets a conversation. Yeah. 100%. But small things like it, they don't need yeah all that i agree closing thoughts for me are just remembering that you two are on the same team at the end of the day i think we said this on our first navigating through conflict episode like you have to remember that it's you two versus the problem not you not you versus the other person yeah. And then the problem is what's causing the issue or whatever. So you play for the same team. Remember that if you're getting into heated arguments or you're telling your partner that you'll let an exterminator chop them up or whatever the case may be, like just remember that you actually do love this person and don't let the actual like issue mm -hmm. tear you two apart because it's just not worth it. Yeah. Closing thoughts. Um, I, I've said it again. I'll, I'll say it again. Like, be able to regulate your emotions. Yeah. If, like, I feel like that's one of the most important parts of diffusing. That's the most important. Of diffusing. Ah, like, okay. Uh, conflict, because you have to have that strength and that ability to, like, knock down your ego for a second, like. Mm -hmm pull apart all this extra like baggage of the conflict like your frustration like and I know sometimes like we let our emotions get the best of us sometimes no no you know and that's okay because that does happen but like be able to bring yourself back and centered to where you're able to communicate and to where you're able to listen and understand what it is your partner is trying to get you to see or their perspective yeah because I feel like everybody's perspective needs to be respected. I agree. In a relationship. Now, outside of that, like, I don't got to care what you think. <laughs> like, for real, for real. But, like, in, but in a relationship, yeah, it's important. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think it helps you, like, understand the other person as a whole, too. It, when you're trying to understand the person in the conflict, it makes future conflict easier because now mm -hmm. you understand how they respond to things, why yeah. they respond to things, what triggers them. Like, you learn and you work through the conflict. Like, it gets easier mm -hmm. as you run into more issues because you're always going to run into issues. It's, life. You, yeah, life, you were brought up different ways. You have different perspectives. That's the beautiful thing about marrying the two because, yep. you know, you don't want to be exactly the same as your partner. Like, where's the beauty in that? There's mm -hmm. no different perspectives. So the different perspectives are great. You know, embrace that. Um, and yeah. Hopefully you took something away from this yeah. <laughs> conversation. Um, Hopefully we provided some tools and some good information for you all to take in and use in your relationships and further endeavors. Yeah. 
All right, no hookup tonight, y'all. So we are just gonna close it out um, so I can go ahead and get this on the tube. Um, thank y'all for watching as always, um, or listening if you mm -hmm. are uh, our audio people. Um, if you listen to us on Spotify, make sure you're following us by clicking the following button. Yep. If you follow us on Apple Podcasts, make sure you click the top right button. Um, that just makes sure that our episodes are in your queue. So when we post, they pop up and you can listen to them right away. Mm -hmm. um, similarly to that, on YouTube, that means you are subscribed to us. When you subscribe to us, if we post a new episode, it notifies you. Yep. So um, Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. Yes. That's important. Ta That's what we, Ooh, we really ought to have like an episode on that. <laughs> Oh, a whole got, episode? Yes, but y'all have got to subscribe. Like, Oh my God. Because the math ain't matching. It's not. The views are not matching the amount of subscribers we have. And, and that's the truth. It is very easy to notice. Yeah. So, from the Late Night Snacking Podcast <laughs> crew, Snack Family, please <laughs> give them new nicknames for Dixie. Snack Family. Oh my God. Guys, subscribe. Please. Please, we are really trying here. <laughs> really trying. We're doing our like, best. If you and this isn't to like throw no shade at anybody, like, but if you do not have a podcast, then you don't know how much goes into it's a this lot. type of out like media outlet and mm -hmm. this type of art. Like hours, sometimes days of editing, right? Yep. And having to set up, like, we both work two full-time jobs. Like, we're, like, usually kind of exhausted, tired. Like, so if we're going to go through the trouble of doing all of this, the least you could do <laughs> is hit that subscribe button. <laughs> that'll be the last time I mention it. I won't say it again. But please, hit the subscribe button. Please. You're already here. That's true. You're already here. Yes, you. Well. Who's listening? You're new. <laughs> Just hit the subscribe button. Just subscribe. We're fun. We are. I think we're a good time. Yes, <laughs> and we invite. Guys, this is a fan. We are all family here. <laughs> Snack fan. <laughs> you're gonna run this. If you're in the Charlotte snack. area, hit us up. We can go out to dinner, mm -hmm. lunch or something, go, go grab drinks. We're, we're very friendly people. Yeah. Come join us. But the most important part, subscribe. Most importantly, yeah. subscribe. Subscribe. All right, y'all. Don't forget, last episode next week of season three. Um, uh, it'll be a live episode, so make sure you are tuned in at 8 o'clock so you don't miss it. Yes. Tune in at 8. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, but especially next Wednesday because it's our last episode and it's a live episode. Oh, yeah. We get turned next weekend. Well, not uh, next week. Next oh. week. Well, next week, next week again, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're getting lit, so. Um, yeah, we'll also, we'll have a vlog coming from our engagement uh, party and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So, like, just, just, even though we'll be off for three weeks, we'll have content coming. So, just, right. you know. Might have be, some fit checks coming. Don't cry. You know, hit y'all with some fun little content. Yeah. Leading up until the, uh, the celebration of the last episode, so. It's going to be great. Woo. Let's get lit. <laughs> All right. Love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. As always, hope y'all enjoyed, and we will see y'all next Wednesday. All right. <laughs>